getting ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of Jimmy Wine Wrestle Boys. Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Matt. Isai. Zach. Wow. Speed round. Whoa. Um, and yeah, we're going to talk about wrestling because uh, that's what we do. Let's yeah. get started. Let's do it. Let's start with the UK tournament. It was cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, my new One of my new bucket list items is to go to the Royal Albert Hall. That place looks amazing. That does mm-hmm. look real cool. A nice venue for some wrestling. I know. What else do they do in there? Concerts, Concerts. probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably where Counting Crows play where they actually play Mr. Jones. They seem a little salty about that. I'm very bitter about it. Wait, you saw Counting Crows and they did not play yeah. that song? They played. It's my fault for only listening to like one of their albums. And one of their songs. But no. I, they played I mean, Deep Cuts from my favorite album, but. You want the hit. I wanted the hit at least. Like when I saw Red Hot Chili Peppers and they didn't play Under the Bridge. Oh. They did not play Give It Away. They did. They played everything but Under the but Bridge. But the basically. one you wanted to hear. I did mean, they, did they there's... play Danny California? Oh, well, yeah, because it was on that album nice. when I saw them. The Mars Volta opened for that show. Weird. Real weird. That's weird. <laughs> oh, real quick, I heard that band Lit uh, opens and closes their set with My Own Worst Enemy. Hell fucking yes. That's what we want. Right? Is Lit the band who singers in prison for being a pedophile? I think that's a true thing about Lit. I think I thought that was Lost Prophets. Lost, Lost Prophets. Yeah, that's Lost yeah. Prophets. Yeah. Sorry, Lit. That guy. Let's not put let's yeah. not drag the name of Lit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Lit. You're Sorry, safer Lit. now. Their music does that enough for them. Yeah, fuck. Um but yeah. Sorry, I'm bitter about Kenneth Crow still. Um, you're you're kinda having a Kevin Owens week. Yeah, except I didn't get to go on stage and take picture with the cartoon character that is Adam, whatever his name is. True. Adam Crows? Like, his his hair looks like a wig. Like, it looks like a fake wig. He was wearing an Iron Fist shirt, so that was cool. He doesn't actually sing like he did when he was young, so that was kind of a bummer. The the Marvel Netflix series Iron Fist? He had a comic book show. Oh, the comic book. Yeah, yeah. I Um, guess that's what it's based out of. But yeah. It was it was disappointing. I'm glad I didn't pay for it. Um, yeah, let's get back into wrestling. Royal Albert Royal Albert Hall. Um, yeah, the UK tournament was fun. Um, yeah. Who won? What's his name? Zach Gibson. Zach Gibson. Zach Gibson. The guitars. Yep. Gibson. He just he like he's really good. I like him. I thought they did a really cool story with Travis Banks throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Really kind of making him a baby face and. Like showing that he's like has a lot of heart and fire. That's and the stuff. Kiwi Buzzsaw. Yes, yeah, he's, progress champion. He's, cool. he's awesome. He does a lot of yelling. Yeah, he does a lot of yelling. Yeah. Um, every, for some reason, for the last like three, because they showed this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so for those shows, it was all all stolen by, like Mustache Mountain, British Strong Style, and the Undisputed Era. <laughs> totally. Yeah, like yeah, every yeah. one of the shows, like the last three days. So that was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Tyler Bates climbing that list of people that I just, I fucking love. He's, yeah. He's so good. And he's only 21. That's like, Jesus. He's 19 when he won the UK title. Yeah. Peter Dune's like, what, 24? Yeah. Young. Young so, guys. Yeah, they're all young guys. I mean, Adam Cole, I think, is 28. 
Yeah. Ricochet, I think, is 30 now. Like, all these guys, like, the oldest one out of them is Roddy. Yeah. I think he's, like, 33 or 34. Yeah, yeah that's wild. Him. Injured Bobby Fish, who's maybe 60 years old. I can't 60, tell. He's not... either 35 or 60. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so the Mustache Mountain won the tag titles. Yeah. UK tag that, titles. That was I think very, we spoiled that last week. Very fun match. Some oh, of yeah. us did. Yeah, I know. Oh, I, hope, I can't wait for the spoilers today. I hope we get so many more. <laughs> There's nothing really to spoil today. I could. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I literally, I guess, just asked for it, so that would be my fault. But, uh... Gabe wins the title. Gabe, congratulations. <laughs> he wins the world's world keytar title. <laughs> yeah. He and used it once and it like didn't work that well. <laughs> world having a cute corgi title. Yeah. Shout Gabe out Leeds. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Leeds? Leet is a dog. I love her. Woof. Uh but yeah, and then Mustache Mountain lost them the next night. The next night. Wait, like... weren't they the tag title weren't they the champs on NXT on Wednesday? They went in as the champs, and then Undisputed Era beat them. But I thought that was a three-man, a six-man tag match. Did the titles change hands? No, they went in as the champs. They haven't lost it yet. So they're still. Oh yes. wait, Undisputed. No, Mustache Mountain still has the titles. They yeah. definitely still have the titles. Yes, this week. Wait, I thought they wait. lost it. This. No, they no. did not. There's your spoiler. Oh no, 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 no! I thought they lost it when I watched oh, it. Oh, just five no, minutes. They just in. lost the match. It was a six-man. Six-man was Rico- Ricochet. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And they made Ricochet look like ten million dollars. Oh my god! That like yeah. flip to get out of the high-low kick that he did. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, getting out of total elimination like that, like he like. Tossed out every member of Undisputed by himself. Hit a picture perfect 630. Like rolled out of it. Dude, Dude his rock bottom flatliner. Yeah, that was so cool. Like everything. Like he's uh, he just floats. He literally every time he moves, he, he bounces. It looks so like effortless. Like mm-hmm. he's not like trying very hard, but he he's so good. I just mm-hmm. got back into Lucha Underground, like catching up, starting in like season two because I just couldn't get through all 40 episodes of season one. That's fair. And just watching him even work that style, it's. Ridiculous. Watch him in like PWG, like around like 2015, 2016, and even mm. 2017. I think it's like Nigel on NXT uh, this last week made a little a reference. Yeah, he was like, he's flying like a puma. Yeah. <laughs> and then Percy's like, what does that mean? <laughs> I didn't watch wrestling for five years while I was gone. <laughs> I like to imagine Percy just doesn't know how pumas work. <laughs> huh? They fly <laughs> like the shoes? <laughs> Wait, pumas are animals? Pumas Damn. are ricochets? Ricochet. But what no, he, he's. I'm pretty sure they're setting up for him versus Adam Cole. Oh, yeah. that'd be so good. Because be that's a great match. Um, I just love Undisputed Era. They're great. Roddy doing that, just like flying 20 feet in the air to throw that knee to the jobber oh that was God. coming out. Oh, my out. God, it hit both yeah. of the jobbers. That was so sick. It's like, he just like... Was flying, already floating out. Just yeah, yeah. It reminded me of like fucking Liu Kang's kick. He do forward, <laughs> forward, high kick. Or like he had like uh, he borrowed uh, Sin Cara's uh, little trampoline. Yeah, and just bounced up. Well, Sin Cara wasn't using it. Yeah. I'd absolutely love it if he had botched it and just flew off the stage. <laughs> like flies over. The- yeah. Whoa. <laughs> but yeah, I thought the uh, t- uh, NXT. UK stuff's cool. Them announcing the brand. 
and like everybody that they have signed is going to be really good. Like they're setting up storylines already, like with uh, the Coffee Brothers and like Travis Banks being like the underdog, like with all the heart in the world, mm-hmm. and Zach Gibson just being like, yeah. like to me, like he just seems like a working class punk guy. Yeah, like. And they also even did that kind of with Tony Storm, like, set her up as real, like, underdog baby face. Yeah. And yeah. that, which is really cool. I, I thought the match the second night wasn't as good with uh, the women's match with uh, Charlie Morgan and... Uh, Killer Kelly. Killer Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just seemed... I, I think it's because, and this is just pure, just, like, in my head, it kind of makes sense. The rings that they're used to working in are small. Yeah, the progress okay. rings are the... Like what, sixteen foot? Uh, they look like six, and they're working in twenty by twenty now. Oh, and yeah. so like, they would like run and like take a thousand steps because mm-hmm. they're so used to having to kind of chop their steps up to make it seem like they're gaining a lot of speed. Mm-hmm. Well, now they don't have to, so it's just like getting some of the basics. They have to redo in the bigger rings, Makes and sense. it's it's something that's their fault. And that's why like, when I was watching that match, I'm like, ah, oh, I was just like thinking like, this is a little weird. It's like kind of missed yeah. time, a lot of different I'm, like. Oh, they're probably getting used to fucking rings. I, yeah, I noticed that in the May Young Classic last year too, with like some of the Stardom and Shimmer totally. Talents yeah. where it's just like, like even like really really good workers, you can tell just like oh their steps are just a f- like couple steps off. Yeah, because even like Dakota Kai at that time. Yeah, her like running kick thing. I remember like she had to stutter step on one of them. Yeah, where like, now it's like very fluid. Mm-hmm. And she's great, but uh, yeah, uh, Pete Dunn retained. Pete Dunn mm-hmm. is so. Damn good. Yeah, I like can't believe how well he works as a baby face. Like for it's, how like nasty of a heel he was when he first came up, and then he just became a baby face by being so over. It's it's because he has like the fire. Like, Dude, yeah. what happens when you wear fucking cool ass suits and nice clothes? People are just like, I can't. When hate you look you. like George Washington. Yeah, I can't <laughs> hate you, Pete. It's it's because he like he doesn't necessarily do anything that's like really bad. He just has like an attitude. Yeah, yeah. he's like let just doesn't do the finger stuff yeah, as much as yeah. he used to, which was like the most heel thing he did. Well, but. that and like when he just like sucker punched Tyler Bate last year at the UK tournament. Yeah, he, he just has a mean guy smirk. You know? Yeah, I think it's just because like he's been putting on these phenomenal matches day in day out. Um, he works really hard, and he's like one of the few UK guys they bring like they bring over every like taping. Mm-hmm. And they just, it's just from seeing him, he has this undeniable, just like giant charisma. And so, yeah. And like I said, his fire, like when he does like his comeback moves and stuff, it's like, oh yeah. Yeah. All the matches were so good. I'm definitely going to keep my eye on the Coffee Brothers because I think. Coffee versus uh, Mastiff was just a real thick Shit, match. It yeah. was just so much fucking meat in that <laughs> ring. <laughs> when they did the, the, the double um, flying cross bodies, oh they just at each other. Oh, so good. Yeah, that was really good. Big boys that can move. Mastiff's really great. good, too, and he's a suplex uh, apparel wrestler. So Ah. Speaking yeah. of meat, did you guys see that uh, that video package of... Uh... Sean Stasiak, formerly known as Meat. No. <laughs> <laughs> no uh... Former Boise State alumni, Sean Stasiak. <laughs> the... Uh... <laughs> Uh, fucking steaks and damn what steaks and weights? What the heavy, heavy machinery? Heavy machinery? Just cooking sausage? Yeah, and I was really disappointed there was not a single steak on I the know. grill. I was like veggies and sausages. It was peppers. They're probably chicken sausages. I mean, oh yeah, it was peppers. That's veggies. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's not like they're just like grilling like like broccoli, broccoli and stuff. No, they, they just want to spice up their sausage. They just yeah, like some you see them pepper. grilling broccoli and throwing it on the ground. <laughs> Watch this shit. Was this a cauliflower steak? I Fuck you! It. I love it. I want them to be barbecue boys. The, well, they already kind of had that team once. 
It was Scott Dawson, and they would come out with, can- with bottles of barbecue sauce. Hell yeah. Six years ago on NXT. Was it Jim Ross's barbecue sauce? I don't remember. Was it Joe Perry from Aerosmith's barbecue sauce? Yes, it was nice. his. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank God. Some rockin' sauce. So, um, let's recap some of the week real quick. Yeah. Uh, do we start strong on, with Monday, or work our way up? Let's just, I mean, I like, I like doing things chronologically. I do, too. Okay. Monday, Monday Night Raw, and. Rollins. They had I mean, a phenomenal match. Well, yeah. uh, Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, that was yeah. Main 30 event. minutes, they just like went for it. The finish was a little flat, but the match was really, really good. It put good. so much heat on it on Drew. It's and like I, the right thing to do. I think they did it right, too. Like They gave it enough space. Like Usually when that happens on like Raw or SmackDown, it's like someone gets ejected and then two minutes later comes back. But like he got ejected early enough when like he came back, it was almost enough time to forget about him. Yeah, yeah, and was really it, it was just such a good match where like you're just like, God damn it. Yeah, that, that's what worked on me because it's like, oh, of course you're not gonna have an amazing match with a clean finish on like just a Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Also, fun fact that I heard of, like about like all these amazing Rollins stuff that we've been getting lately have 100% been produced by uh, Tyson Kidd, and so oh, really? thank you, old Tyson Kidd for. Being Thanks. real good at your job. Thanks, like, Samoa Joe. Thanks, Samoa Joe. <laughs> for, giving, for making him have that job. <laughs> well, you know, I think uh, it'd probably be better if Tyson Kidd was still wrestling because he was really hitting his stride there when he uh, got injured with the uh, with Cesaro as the best team ever. You know who I miss seeing on TV? Cesaro. That's very They true. just got nothing for him, and so they're just like... And they're probably I, saving Sheamus. I would or rather have big-ish. people get taken off TV than to be on there doing nothing. Yeah, well, it's like going 50-50 all the time. And then when they That's show totally up true. again, it's cool. People will pop. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd, I'd rather have them like pull them back a little bit, let them just do some bullshit house show stuff, and have fun playing video games with Xavier. Yeah. And then when it's time for them to be in a program, put them in a program because mm-hmm. now they're not losing. That's the thing. Like they're not like losing on TV all the time. That's true. Especially on SmackDown, where there's only two hours, like yeah, don't like force them into some like five minute match where they're yeah. losing. Yeah, exactly. Or just have them fight jobbers every week. Yeah, I mean, some they, they really only do they, that when they're building people. Yeah, they right? don't need to deal with them exactly. Yeah. Um, Raw also had um, Balor and Corbin. That yeah. was a weird match. Versus Braun and KO. Dude, Balor calling out Corbin for looking like he works at a TGI Friday. Yeah. That was very good. Yes. That was really good. Um, I'll respect anyone who works and at then, TGI like, Fridays, though. Just like, I love on? how he just says something shitty and then just smirks. Like, yeah, he's just like, I fucking best. burned you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> um, Kevin Owens being so reluctant to tag with Braun. And then just like, we won. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> then having his car broken, <laughs> it's just like th- like flipped over. It's just it's ridiculous. But also, it was real weird just to see. Is this your car? Outside during daylight on Raw. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's such a rare thing. Oh yeah, because they're in San Diego. Yeah. yeah. And it's like summertime right now, so yeah. that was so weird. That, that is weird. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Well, you did now. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you did. I didn't let it come in. Yes, you did. I didn't think about it. I'm not going to. God. <laughs> ah. Think about that. So at the five-minute mark, we had nice spoilers, and at the 15-minute mark, everyone stopped listening because you make gross noises. <laughs> you said it sounded like a babbling brook. I said if I didn't know it was a mouth and tongue and cheeks and teeth, spit. There's no <laughs> teeth yeah. involved in that one. Oh, maybe I just do it wrong. 
Yeah, what are you doing? I just lick my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> um, what else happened on Raw's War? Uh, Bailey beat the shit out of Sasha. Oh, yeah. And she oh, said a cuss. She's just said a cuss. <laughs> that was actually really funny because like, I love the timing of it. So she gets rolled up and pinned. And Bailey's like, fuck this. Yeah. And just goes and beats the shit out of her. Really did. Yeah. The fans popped so huge. Oh, there was yes chance. Bailey has not got a reaction like that in a long time. Yeah, it was like it's a cathartic moment. Everyone's been waiting for this. Yeah, and everybody's like, they treat Bailey like such shit, and it's like, now they, she finally gets to be a badass. This is like a year and a half or whatever coming yeah. when she didn't get to swing the fucking stick at Alexa. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. But I'm reluctant until after I see how this, like, counseling session Yeah, this goes. is really dumb, and I don't, like... It sucks, but like I'm just gonna look at the angle itself in a vacuum. Right. And for, and con for that was fucking cool. For context, Bailey beat down Sasha if you didn't watch, and uh, then Kurt Angle was like, "Whoa, that got out of hand. You're gonna go to counseling. You gotta go to counseling next week." Doctor, Which Doctor Shelley offered his services uh -huh. on Twitter. Yeah. So like I don't know, if, but I can't imagine they're gonna go too like comedic with this angle because it'd be cooler to have Bailey just be like, "Fuck you." Shows up like. Like a like, '90s bad guy, like with sunglasses and a leather, leather jacket, jacket. smoking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh my gosh! <laughs> she has a candy cigarette in her mouth. <laughs> What's it to you, Teach? <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. And then Natalia beat Alexa Bliss. So yeah. that, so that yeah. happened. That angle that's just boring me to fucking death. Mm -hmm. I'm friends with Rhonda. <laughs> I also <laughs> took up a little bit of a grievance uh, with Roman Reigns this week uh, when because I was genuinely curious to hear what uh, Kurt Angle was going to say about the... Uh, they are making such a fucking point, though. He's the uncrowned champion. He should be the champion. Just letting you guys know, he's the champion. His, really. his feet did touch in, at Saudi Arabia to touch the ground first. But that then was fucking months ago. Let it fucking yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. Get all, get suck your own, Cole. But Kurt Angle's about to be like, okay, so because of this stuff with Brock Lesnar and the negotiations or whatever, and then bam, bam. I was like, well, what is he gonna say? Yeah. Like, wait, like, wait till he says something, then go out if you don't yeah, like. Yeah, then it. they didn't even get back to it. Guys, he, he been like, he didn't have anything to say. That's why Roman came out. It's part <laughs> of the story. Story? No, he had something good to say. Right there. <laughs> Kurt Angle's like, because of that, we're just giving the belt to Roman. It's like, and he interrupted him. He's like, well, guess that's Never not Never mind, you disrespected me. I lost my train. And your surroundings. On this runaway train. Yeah. I'm listening to train. Yeah. Hey, Thanks for following me. Train. <laughs> um, I think it's, this is all leading to Roman gonna fight Lesnar at SummerSlam. Sure, ta I'll Finally. take it. People Just are kind of. Uh, I don't. Where were they this week? Because people are cheering Roman. Um, they're in San Diego. They're, it's yeah. not going to work in New York. No, they're no. going to be at the Barclays Center, and they are going to do another effective job of making people hate Brock, and people already hate Roman, and so that match is going to get booed out of the fucking building again. Yeah, like why? Like they're like trying to make people. Like, they're trying to get Brock less over, and it is working. But do you but think Brock... Doing that is not getting Roman more over. No. Yeah. Do you think Braun cashes in? Yeah. In SummerSlam? Yeah. yeah. And that that will be a huge pop for Braun, because yeah. people will hate that match before it so much. But that's just sinking the Roman ship even further and yep. further. What like, if... 
Yeah. Roman. We're not. We're, you know, we're gonna end up like with another Roman chase that ends at WrestleMania and him winning the title. Oh, what right? if, yeah. What if Roman? Just uh, be Brock. It'll be Braun. Yeah. What if yeah. he beats Brock and then Braun comes out and cat to cash in and then Roman just beats Braun? I, 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 I would every, shit. And everyone stops watching wrestling. I just, would just shit. Just and bury it, the shit out literally of Braun. The only way that could even like not be literally the worst ever <laughs> is if it was the biggest Roman heel turn to do it. That like, would be cool. If he cheat, like hit, just beat up Braun like in a steel chair for they, 10 like, minutes They decide to like re-sign Heyman and like Heyman goes and like hits Braun with a chair or something. Yeah. And then like fucking spear and like Superman punch and then it's like Heyman with Roman. If they yeah. just reach, That would be the only way it would if work. If they basically just retread the uh, 2002 Heyman, or whatever. 2003 Heyman switching over to help Big Show beat Brock Angle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then eventually switching over to help Kurt Angle instead. Angle, Heyman Angle. was all over the place in 2002, like, 2003. Who's gonna win? I'm a slimy boy. Mm-hmm. That's basically it was basically them going, Oh, Brock's a baby face. We can't have Heyman with a baby face. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Would <laughs> uh, you say extreme? Uh, but I caught the I think I'm just gonna go back to watching Raw on Hulu because I like it at an hour and a half. Yeah. But yeah. I missed some stuff. Uh there was a uh, uh, Fox AOP single. match, I think, that I we didn't see. Yeah. They just beat up some jobbers. But yeah. it's nice that they're back. Then Titus Worldwide was like, Hey, you guys are jerks. Yeah. So who cares? Worldwide? Yeah. Nobody cares. And uh, <laughs> the B team are going to fight Matt and Bray. Yep. Again, nobody cares. Hopefully yeah. dressed up as Matt and Bray. Oh, my God. If they just switched outfits, <laughs> that would be great. Wait. Also, something noticed this week. So we got Alicia Fox back. Oh, you know yeah. What else we got back this week? Noam Dar in the same week. Uh, yeah. Alicia Fox. 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 <laughs> I love that they just came back on the same week. That, that is funny. true. That is <laughs> also, fun. Noam Dar looks jacked as hell. He does. So. Beefy boy. That's what happens when you go to rehab. Like, physical rehab. Yeah. Don't want to say anything wrong about Noam. <laughs> um, Smackdown. I watched all except the last half hour right before I came. I don't remember <laughs> much. Um, uh, it was good. What about Smackdown Live? Smackdown uh, Eric Young had a botch of the year candidate. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was pretty, pretty bad in the match of Jeff Hardy doing a twist Jeff of fate. Jeff Harvey. Jeff Harvey doing a twist of fate and then didn't fall down with Jeff and then fell down two seconds later. Oh, yeah. man. Don't fall. It looks so much worse. Right. I mean, I can only imagine in the moment you're just, you act on instinct and then you just... Yeah. Probably immediately are like, I should not have also, done that. Also, don't know if this is a work, but speaking of botches and stuff like that, apparently, like, if it's real, uh, Lars Sullivan might have a broken jaw. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Real, he wasn't on any of the tapings. Yeah, so I think, so that explains his botches a lot. Also, if Alistair knew that he was fucked up, why? He kind of pulled his or, kick. Yeah, those if Alistair kicks. broke his jaw with the first kick. I was going to say, well, that, uh, that fucking sells the black mass really well. Yeah. Just like, oh, it cracked Lars Sullivan's jaw in half. That makes a lot of sense then, though, if, why those kicks were yeah. a lot softer than they normally yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, back to SmackDown. Um, also, as long as we're talking about injuries, Shinsuke Nakamura got bit by a dog. He was dancing in front of Zeno. <laughs> dancing in front of Zeno got bit in the butt. It was... There was a bomb threat, so there was a bomb squad. No, there wasn't a bomb threat. It's just like normal, normal protocol. Like oh, just, a, okay. just a security check. Yeah, just like for a, like a mass gathering like that, there usually is. Like okay. Just a security check. And this before. was on like a Monday house show? Oh, yeah, it was the Monday house show in Anaheim. 
And, uh, yeah, apparently the dog... They're still mad about Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the dog, I guess, just without much uh, reasoning, sounds like... Just fucking bit him. It's a racist a... cop dog. Could have been a racist cop dog. Yeah. Well, let's not rule it out. I love dogs. But they have been very vague about it. On Which I think is because of... Possible legal. Yeah, so the, they... Yeah. The, poli- the police department did, like, release a statement, like, confirming uh, that uh, World Wrestling Entertainment employee... Yeah. May have been allegedly bitten by one of our dogs. <laughs> train your fucking dogs, cops. Um, yeah, I mean they shouldn't. Yeah, they we're gonna get James Ellsworth versus Oscar next week. I'm, yeah. So is James Ellsworth gonna usher in the era of intergender matches? That's the second one, but yeah. it's, it's a gimmick. Is he gonna? Yeah, he, it's I, gonna be his thing, right? Yeah. It, That's kind of cool because he's booked as so. It's shitty in a way because yeah. he's booked as such a weak person that it's okay. That's why yeah. that's why it bums me out. It doesn't put Asuka over as someone strong who can beat a dude. It just is like, oh, Ellsworth sucks. Oh, Let's it's watch just, weak it's just, Ellsworth get his ass kicked. It's just yeah. dorky little Ellsworth. It's a joke. It's comedy. Yeah, yeah but it's, I like, like If it. they put Asuka make... against AJ, then I would be like, okay. Yeah, doing it would it. be such a good match. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, don't put Asuka versus Suzuki, though. No. no. No, she wanted she, that. She booked that match, but still, yeah. it's uncomfortable yeah. to watch. Did That's she, a better she, way to say it. Yeah. She wrestled Minoru Suzuki? Yeah, and she had him beat the shit out yeah, of her. Yeah, she got the I shit. I don't know if I want to watch It's dumb. Yeah. It's like, it's, it was her decision. She wanted to have a Minoru Suzuki match. Well, yeah, content yeah. warning if you're going to look that up. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Like, it's... I would not recommend watching. Does she at least get some good shots in? No. No. Oh, she shit. gets the shit beat out of her. Oh. And, like, you know, she wanted to. Like, right, she right. wanted to get the shit kicked out of her by Minoru Suzuki, but it's not fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's... Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, good for her, though. I mean, get, get what you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll never get to wrestle Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> Who knows? I don't think I want, want to. to. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll go, like, clothes shopping with him. Let's see. Oh, yeah. it was really cool. Fucking Team Hell No. Fucking hugged it out. That was so cool. Team Hell No did come and hug it that out. That was a team I didn't want to, like, I didn't know I wanted to reform, but now I'm all about. I'm like, it's, okay. Yeah. yeah, that was real good. I, I feel like it's, um, hey, it's chickens. Yeah, there's chickens walking <laughs> oh, yeah, outside. Chickens in my front yard. But no, I feel like Daily. Kane, like, this is like, hey, like, this election's coming really soon. I want one more run. And he said in his career, that was his most fun time he's ever had. Was Team Hell No. And he's like, let me go out as a baby face, especially because going into an election, so face let me, Kane. Let me be a face. Let me be, let me let me go with this. Let, let's have like yeah. Let's, let me go, I love it. They're gonna, gonna win. Run. They're it's, gonna win those belts the off straps. Of, yeah, they win the straps yeah. off it's, the bludgeon belt. It's good for Daniel too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's There's, fantastic. They're not gonna put the you know strap the rocket to him till after he resigns. So yeah. this is a and perfect, he probably like, will. Like I'm, not, oh, I'm sure he will, but it's obvious that they're weight holding off a little bit. Well, they're just like him. yeah. There's a lot. Of, I think there's other things they want to do. And so they're kind of like also probably like just dipping their toe in now, putting like their leg in, like with Daniel Bryan trying to be very slow and like, so okay. Initially, Daniel, when Kane came out, because uh, the match was Daniel Bryan versus Harper. Harper and uh, good match. Good. Yeah, that was awesome. And Harper's and he, great. Yeah, yeah. They're both great. Wait, who? Uh, Who's there? What? Like Daniel Bryan? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm talking about Rowan. I'm like, no, he's not. No, <laughs> no. He makes good no. wine. No. A lot Harper, of dull heads. Harper and Bryan. <laughs> Yes. They're great. But uh, when Kane came out, it was like, oh, that's fucking cool. But there was initially a hesitation on Daniel Bryan's part to hug it out with Kane. And is that because they... Well, the last time... To Team Hell No, not 
end well, so well? His last feud as world champion was against Kane. His only feud. Oh, really? Was Kane. Also, the last time we saw them together was before Survivor Series when Daniel Bryan went to Raw and Kane Murdered appeared him. in the dark in Kurt Angle's office and chokeslammed him through a table. Oh, yeah, huh? That was the last time we saw them together. Totally forgot about and that. And there was That's no storyline like explanation of it except that Kane was a heel at the time. So. That yeah. was the last time we saw them. Together. I forgot about that. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But they did hug, and that was nice. Yeah, huge pop too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Like when Kane came out, I'm like, oh, like, I wouldn't have thought of that. Maybe we oh. should have him hug Roman. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if Kane comes out and he hugs Roman, ah, the crowd will go crazy. I thought like maybe since he was like training with with Gallows and Anderson, like they were gonna go into like a six man, and then like Gallows and Anderson would get like one more title shot and like mm. whatever. But no. I did love that he was he was like training with them backstage. Yeah, and yeah. In the background, Anderson was just, just counting, counting his abs, his abs for a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's stealing Tony Nese's gimmick. I'm gonna oh. give you eight reasons why I'm gonna beat a day or no. What? I have eight reasons why I have no charisma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of no charisma and two oh five live, two oh five live. Yeah. I thought the main event on that was great. It yeah, was. the Lucha House Party versus Gulak. Uh, Gulak and Associates. And, yeah, Gallagher. <laughs> also, Leo Rush debuted. Looked yeah, real great. Yeah, he's so like athletic and so good. No, I love how like the ref's like, dude. hey, Topanga's Leo, favorite wrestler. Match, and he's like, I'm taking off my watches and my fucking jewelry. Yeah. Uh, Topanga was there, too. Yeah. The she, she was backstage. Yeah, I saw Xavier Woods like post a picture with her. Yeah, the, yeah. the WWE posted a video, too. Mm-hmm. She kind of explained like how she saw him at a PWG show. Um, and she's like, this guy's my favorite guy now. Like, he's awesome. Yeah, so and bought his last shirt. Did and they then... shout out PWG on a WWE video? Yeah, they'll, they'll talk about PWG. They steal enough of their people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, and oh. it's like not like, it's they're a super kind of organization. Like, yeah. They're not, you know, Ring of Honor where they're like running weekly TV. Yeah. No, yeah. like WWE goes backstage at PWG. Like, they're very friendly with Super Dragon. So go visit Adam cool. Cole's ghost. Yeah. Um, and so, speaking of PWG, they finally announced all the participants for the Battle Los Angeles tournament. Yeah. And this is going to be a really wild tournament because there's a lot of people who um, are, like, first time in PWG, like, first time in Bola. It's a lot of, like, kind of, like, up-and-coming names that are going to be really good. And a couple, like, names that everybody knows. Like, there's a couple that I'm really excited about. I mean, obviously, guys like Matt Riddle. Oh, yeah. gonna. He, I feel like this is his year to win. Yeah. Jeff Cobb is another one. Like, oh man, it could also yeah. be his year to win. Uh, but guys like DJ Z, like it's his first time at PWG and he's been working for a long time. Cool. Um, Ray Horace, um, who is, oh, fuck, who is Ray Horace in? Um, he's not Ray Phoenix, is he? In, no, no, no. He is fucking. He's on Lucha Underground. I always forget. Dragon Eye Second Junior. Oh, oh hell yeah. So and then uh, Brody King's gonna be in it. Singer of God's Hate, hardcore dude. Hell yeah, my boy. Uh, they're bringing back in nice. T Hawk, uh, Shima, and Shingo from Dragon Gate. Wait, T Hawk, Taylor Hawkins. Yep. Yep. Nice. Uh, Joey Janela, who's just the God. fucking man. <laughs> Travis Banks from the UK tournament. Oh, cool. oh that'd nice. be sick. Um, Jonah Rock, who's this real thick boy. Oh, he's awesome. Speaking of thick boys, also Walter. Oh my god. Just gonna, gonna get chopped to death. Murder people. And then, like, one of my favorite guys that's gonna be in it, who's just been making a splash on the independence, fucking PCO. Pierre Carl Olette. Okay. Who used to be a Quebecer in the mid 90s WWE. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then has oh. had this weird. Jean Pierre, like, Lafitte. Like, oh. like, he had the fucking eye patch. Yeah. yeah. 
He is a huge oh, career resurgence like now when he's in this year. He's, yeah, he's 50 years old. 50? He's Damn. 50. Weird. And yeah. like he's just insane. He's having these awesome matches. Huh. He's going to be at Bola. That's cool. Just being out of control. And so they'll all be in NXT in like two years? Yeah. <laughs> go they re-sign him when he's like 54. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, it's like, yeah, I was here 30 years ago fighting Bret Hart in an awesome match. Uh, his feud with Bret Hart is when he stole his jacket. Oh, yeah. And, like, Bret Hart does that, like, this the beginning of the match, and he just does that awesome suicide dive onto him. Yeah. Yeah, it's great times. Good match, too. Yeah. Um, he teamed with Jacques Rougeau, who's a piece of shit, but... I'll have to watch that. I've never really watched a, t- a lot of a full... I've never seen a full PWG show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's some great If there's stuff. one to watch, like, watch these ones coming up, because it's a lot of up-and-coming guys, and in about two years, a lot of these guys are going to be, like, coming into NXT. Mm, yeah. And if you want, like, just one match, like, I haven't watched it all, but there's a tag team match that's what um, the Osprey Ricochet... And someone versus Side L. Inside L versus Young Bucks and Adam Cole. Adam, Young Bucks and Adam Cole. Great match. That sounds Especially really live. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's actually that, that's that, the, yeah. the one you were That was the one I saw yeah. I saw live. It's well, fucked up. How good that it match. was um Dave Meltzer gave it five stars. Yeah. Oh, wow. He was sitting there live. And like Did he have weird pants on? Uh he had dad pants on. I took a picture with him. Was nice. he as buff as you think? Yes. Yeah. He was he was super nice and he was wearing his all Japan women's shirt, like the Tokyo Dome shirt. Nice. Like yeah. Yeah. When I, I was re-watching through be, old Being the Elites, and they're at a PWG with him there, and he's wearing a pan, like really old Pancrase shirt. Yeah. I was like, I, I want wanted, that dude's closet. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk with him. like Just like sit down and talk for a couple hours. Because my friend Mike Brown, shout out Daddy Town Mike Brown, um, asked him who his favorite musician was. Oh, no. And he gave him like a 20-minute response, and it was at first started as the Rolling Stones, but then it ended at Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah. Nice. And it was just like 20 minutes of just like... The only boss I'll ever listen to. <laughs> just talking about like that. And like, these, and like Mike was just like, holy shit. Like he's like, he's just an entity. He's different. He's not like what you think. Yeah. I hope he rates all of Bruce Springsteen's live albums. I would love to sit stars. down and talk about Bruce Springsteen with him. I love <laughs> yeah. Bruce Springsteen. He's not like most Daves. <laughs> I'm not like most <laughs> Daves who don't like Bruce Springsteen. Well, he's never bought uh, uh, Teddy Hart an album, so he's not like, like not, at least not one like, Dave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, yeah. there's 205 Live was great. <laughs> yeah, 205 Live was great. Bold's going to be awesome. Like, everybody check out, like, PWG was, like, at a super high point from, like, 2014 to, like, 2017 just like firing was like just a superstar just like indie just like all stars every fucking show is like fucking four and a half stars like minimum you know like wasn't the owens generico stuff that was WG? 20 g yeah that was 2013 they also did it in uh in 2012 okay but that was also in ring of honor a lot too. okay okay but um they did do some stuff in pwg like the ddt for 2013 was like the, yeah yeah, yeah. The, like sammy's last thing there but it just was like you had guys like Chris Hero, Drake, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, Candice LeRae. Just realized I'm wearing my my PW shirt. Drake Younger, Candice LeRae, Candace LeRae Joey Ryan, uh, the Young Bucks. Like Trevor Lee was coming into his own then. Ar Fox, Ricochet, Chuck Taylor, uh, fucking <laughs> Trent Beretta. All these guys were at every single show. Brian Cage, just being the most jacked person yeah, to ever do insane. a lion salt. Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah, and so it was just out of control, and they're 
building up again, and it's really cool to see because they're yeah. the fucking super indie. And it's like a cool time for them too, because now they have to switch venues and stuff. It's like a time be, where they can build. In it's a, a good. Way. It's a good time to. It's almost like hitting the reset button. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, we're fucking everything's fresh now. So yeah. they still got a couple faces from the past, but a lot of it's new, and it's really cool. That nice. is really cool. Big fan. Now let's talk about N X. You know, I think it's funny that you're going to introduce NXT when it's me, the creator here. I'm about to become the destroyer. I was just trying to imitate you because imitation is the greatest form of flattery, Triple H. The destroyer of world of sport. (laughs) I'm about to destroy you and all of British wrestling. Please don't do this. Please don't do any of that in my living room. Is N X. What did you say, Matt? Uh, just if you're gonna you know, just, I just I just think it's funny that you're, you're trying just, to talk down to me. No, I just I'm the creator. Gonna... I mean, I like what you have on your TV. Looks like it's one of my brands. Looks like it's NXT UK. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So, uh, so I would just uh, you know you could back. just I, I got two words for you. Well, I'm going to bleep that <laughs> on the podcast, just so you all know. All right, yeah, uh, NXT, huh? Yeah, so uh, Alistair Black came out to talk about how he broke Lars' He actually Lars is talking about that, but... He's just, he just came out to look fucking good in yeah, some fucking nice clothes. I love his all-black suits. Oh, my God. Um, And then Tommaso came out. And challenged him. Just a real shithead. Yeah. Tommaso I, was so good. I loved how he talked about, like, I didn't only pin Johnny, I pinned it with my hands literally tied behind my back. Yeah. Like, okay. oh, piece of shit. And when he sat down. Yeah. Like, oh. like Alistair does. And you will fade to yeah. black. It's like, you son of a bitch. Oh, it's going to be so good. And then Johnny had a fucking fantastic yeah. promo, His, too. Like, you could, like, that was the first promo where I was like, he's got it all Same. Now. He See, has it all now. He's, like, infusing this, like... Like, he's so obsessed. Like, it's taken over his life. And, like, yeah. it's ruined him as a person. And it's, like, eating at him. It's like, it feels real. He's like, he's like I, I gotta beat him. It's like, I beat him once. He beat me once. We gotta like, do it a third time. I'm gonna talk to Regal. It's like, Yeah, he's, like, obsessed. Yeah. It's, like, scary, kind it's, of. Yeah. It's awesome. And before she started talking to him, he was, like, dead in the eyes. Yeah. Like, like, I love, you could like, tell ask, he was thinking about asking it. Asking him about Candice's match. He's like, Candice LeRae is my favorite wrestler, but it's really hard to focus right now. Like... Yeah. Still put her over, but you could tell, like, he normally would be, like, just, like, gushing over, like, how yeah. good she is and stuff, and he was just, like, can't even pay attention to her match. Yeah, like, and then when they separated her from him, that was so good. Yeah, it was it was a good time, because first off, she, like, she needs to be selling a lot because she is, like, a short person, and she's tiny, and so she can sell and make it really believable. She's a, a character you want to have build a lot of sympathy for. She's like Johnny in Ultimate Babyface. Yeah, and so and then also like her comeback is like when she puts it, tacks and pants. It was uh, well, not pants. It was just the trunks. It was yeah, it happens. Sometimes you get a bunch of thumbtacks down your trunk. Well, I mean, kicked in the dick. That one, she is still the baby face because she had tacks on her face. Yeah, no, oh no, no, she was in the right to kick tacks into dick. Also, not she's not doing a full, you know, a Pete Dunne shoving tacks into someone's mouth thing. So, God, I mean, real quick though, would you rather get a bunch of tacks in your mouth or all up inside of your? Neither. I'd rather be in my trunks. Actually, um, be around tacks. John John Boy. And Chuck did it once too, and uh, they said it's easier to do it in the mouth because you just spit them. 
Yeah, because you also have to pull them out of your fucking ball set. Dude. Yeah. That sucked. Not, oof. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. Uh-uh. Anyway. Like, one miss, one miss bump, and then you're next to you, know, you're like, I just pierced my balls. <laughs> yeah. Again. God. I mean, okay. what? <laughs> um, she had a good match, though. Against like, Lacey Evans. She looked mm-hmm. really good in it. Lacey sucks. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. hate her. I don't get it. I don't get, like, there's a lot of people who are gassing her up. I don't get it. I don't get her character. I don't. I get her character. I hate her. character. Her character feels a little tone deaf, for sure. Well, it's it's like it doesn't make sense to me because it's like well, pulling it's, in four different ways. Yeah, there's too much. Mm. Like, pick one. Are you like a pinup girl? Are you the fucking like navy like strong single mom? Are you like a flapper? Are you like? Yeah, are you an old timey racist lady? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you Tommy Laren? I think that's the one. Yeah, I, yeah she's definitely that. And also, like, I just. Her like they finish in, like they gotta quit saying women's right. The women's right. Also, the fact that like when in matches where she wins, she sets up a punch with a moon salt, and that's just not that is correct. Weird. That's not the correct <laughs> order. Yeah, that's like she does order. a moon salt in order to punch someone to pick somebody up to punch them, and like just like she's got a women's right for I'm like guys, please. Like I know you guys are trying to be cute and everything. Yeah, like we are with women's like. We get this, guys. Yeah. Women's right. <laughs> She's so strong. I'm just like, oh, stop. It's yeah. so bad. Don't do it yeah. anymore. Yeah. But uh, Candace's moonsault was Fucking sick great. as hell. Yeah. Like, you don't normally see, like, that acai moonsault, like, straight up in the air like that. Usually it's, like, to the middle of the ring. Yeah, but, no, she did it really cool. Um, and then, like, the move, like, she did, like, the kill switch I thought was cool. Which, for some reason, both Marl and Nigel called like, her vertebraker. They, and they also, like, it was like, those are good. Vertebraker face slant. It's like you guys can't remember that Christian did this. Yeah, yeah, right. It has two names. It's the unprettier or the kill switch. Yeah, he did this for just like twenty years. Jesus. And it's actually technically Tyler Breeze's finish. You just never see it. (laughs) (laughs) He used it for like a couple months, Mm -hmm. but now he has this supermodel kick. And what was his other one? I don't know. Oh, I didn't even know. His like finishing move. His his wheel kick he did. Yeah, oh yeah. I forgot the beauty shot. Yeah. There it was. But no, good match. Um, also, like, that cool, like, flatliner-ish thing she did off the top was cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. that was really cool. Mm-hmm. She's good. I think uh, it's supposed to be a tornado DDT, and Macy fucked it up. But yeah, so, it's still uh, It made cool. it look like a really cool flatliner, yeah. so. Um, then flatliner's the making a comeback right now. Yeah. Everyone's doing flatliners. Best best, flatline, best thing flatline, of the night uh, is we got the finest Kona Reeves back on TV. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't yeah, even getting cheered. It was Max part. Who's an evolved guy? Like, oh, it was it? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> he sucks. He sucks. It's not a good... Oh, man. Oh, and his finish is horrible, and he looks like a poor man's Hiromu Takahashi. Mm. Yeah. yeah. His finish like is... Like a really poor man's. Yeah. Like, there's, like, the... It's, like, Gucci Walmart, and yeah. it's, like, Family <laughs> Dollar, and then, like, Grocery Outlet. Well, he's yeah. the Grocery Outlet one. <laughs> He's like garbage out back of the grocery outlet. Dude, I know. I, we fucking snagged some gets from grocery outlet, though. I can't talk shit. I was just there a couple <laughs> days grocery ago. Grocery outlet rocks. You got a couple Kona Reeves. <laughs> yeah, it was full of Kona Reeves. Everything in there was the finest. Yeah, his finisher is <laughs> actual garbage. It like, doesn't hit, like, impact at all. It's no, fucking worse. It, it is, like, so similar to Bianca Belair's old, like... Alley-oop. Alley-oop. Terrible. It's not sure. Yeah. I still don't get Bianca Belair bets for a different day. Yeah. But, like, the... Yeah, Samoan drop where you don't do the thing that makes it impactful. Or at least, like, fucking, like, whip them off. Like, where they get height to, like, push off. Yeah. So it looks like, oh, man, what, what strength. No, it just kind of falls... It's a reverse wasteland right now, <laughs> which it was one of the worst finishes already, so... But, yeah, and then we already talked about the six-man. Yeah. But... 
Undisputed and British Strong Style, like they're just having the best matches. It's so good. And Ricochet, yeah. Ricochet's the man. He's the best. So fucking he, good. He's, hmm. Everybody involved in these matches have been just unreal. So. That spot where Tyler Bate did like the 10 different versions of his like fake out punch yeah. was so good. That was Because like, really everyone yeah. kept like adapting to it and he kept just finding new ways to trick them. And they had the fantastic like choreographed like uh, spots. That I love. It's like a, the super the thing you see like on like the really cool indie matches and mm-hmm. stuff that you get to see every once in a while on NXT. The like like when they were all exchanging punches like pretty much in a line. Yeah, they do that and then they do like the essentially it's a double down but it's like everybody's down so it's like yeah oh kick 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 and then everyone's kick, just kick boom one more everybody's down and then the crowd and then it takes a awesome sec- moment. Yeah, it takes the crowd a second to be like oh fuck yeah everybody's dead <laughs> yeah. Also, Kyle's nasty face. Oh, yeah. Kyle all-time faces. makes the best faces. Yeah. Who was talking about Kyle O'Reilly? Yeah. <laughs> He's debuting. About how awesome he was. I remember distinctly how much I hated his weird faces at first. Because <laughs> I did. Like, you did. I did. You were so against him. You hated him it so much. No, it made no we sense at, the point, at that point because he just wasn't didn't have a character yet. Now I love it more than anything. Yeah. yeah. I just realized he's sleazy Kyle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God damn it. Oh, See, no. This isn't your spot. You can't get through. You're going to rip the mics out, and then the sound's going to be fucked up, and we're going to lose this hour. Well, it's 45 minutes, but I feel you. <laughs> I feel like we, had, we had setup time. That's true. Um, yeah. Uh, is there any wrestling news? We talked about Nock. Yeah, we talked um, about Nakamura. We talked about Bola, which is the cool stuff. All um, right. Anything else happen? No. Anything of note? It was a pretty slow news week. Well, nothing so. bad's happened this week. So let's yeah. get into it. Yeah. So here we are. Here we are. Welcome everyone. This is round two of the Wrestle Boys well, Classic. I guess it's the second annual. Oh, is this our fucking like, oh, yeah. year? Also, this is oh, yeah. our one year anniversary. One, one. year. Happy one year. Happy birthday to us. Whoa, 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 whoa. Can't sing that, huh? Yeah, can't sing that. Actually, you can. It's, that's not public domain. Know, but it I've been told is. is it now public yeah, domain? It's yeah. getting old. It's, but 75 also... years since either of the copyright holders died, so it's oh, public domain now. When, when did that happen? Last year. And oh, you fuck. can't sing that song because it literally makes me angry. Happy birthday to you. Written song. Happy birthday to you. Like, what the Happy fuck? Happy birthday, Drek. Happy birthday to you. See, I like it when it's creepy. But when everyone at work is singing hey, it, where's, supposed to be where's that weird Spencer's kid in the back? And many more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On Channel 4. <laughs> All right, so this That's is how classic too. This is how this is gonna work. We're actually gonna draft live draft this. Unlike last time, um, we just showed for, up with for, people. For the brand new listeners, maybe you should run down what the Russell Boy Classic is. We pick people. We pick wrestlers. <laughs> we put them in matches together, and it's we fun. Di- we discuss fake matches. Yeah. yeah, we'll have a bracket up online. So essentially, we take um, what's it gonna be. 32 people. Yeah. And it'll be a, a few weeks, months, who knows. Last yeah. time it took us, like, I took think six. yesterday we finished it. Yeah. It took us out <laughs> yeah, right. six months. Um, we just discussed, like, their careers, their accomplishments, their styles in the ring. Also, we, we t- bring, build a story. We try to build a story within this, like, fictitious tournament and, like, what we would want in this tournament. And just, like, you know, like, if we'd want to push somebody different, like, last year I was Mr. Gargano. Yeah. 
<laughs> we'll see who's Mr. Gargano this year. <laughs> We're doing things a little differently this year, too, because we made sure there can't be ties in the uh, initial rounds now because mm. all of us are going to have a, one corner of the bracket. That's our teams that we picked. So Final Four will be yeah, it's... one person from each of us. Oh, okay. The other three will be the ones that vote. So there can't be ties anymore. Nice. Yeah, no ties. We will figure out how to handle the Final Four well, by the time we get there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is how the draft is going to work. We're each going to pick eight wrestlers, uh, two from current WWE NXT, two nostalgia picks, two current non-WWE, and two wildcard picks that can be from the other categories, but they have to be the last picks. Um, and then we're going to do a serpentine draft, a snake draft. So if you snake, go a snake. if you go last oh, in the first round, you go first in the second <laughs> round, and then just goes back and forth and back and forth like that. So I have a four-sided Dungeons and Dragon dice. It's called a D4. It's a D4. A D4. Whatever, Roll nerds. D4 for Whatever, damage. nerds. Whatever, nerds. You made uh, a wrestling character in D and D, Derek. That's I double know. nerd. <laughs> Keanu Ray Jepsen searching for a sister. Yeah, there's um, a lot of different references going on in that. So. That's like six different references at once. <laughs> like, uh, that's, fun, kind of, that's kind of my thing. That's more references than our t-shirt. Fun fact, D4, most painful one to step on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is how this, we'll do this. Each of you just pick a number. Six. D9. It has to be one, two, three, or four. four don't, don't forget three. three. <laughs> you two? Oh, I'm going to be number one. Are you Oni Lorkin? So I'm three. I'm Danny Birch. <laughs> I'm, I get, I don't know, all of the four. I'm Mongo. So, Is that one? Yeah, one goes first. Just kidding. <laughs> so Matt's first. Then, oh, this is hard to see. I'm going to pull out a light. Sorry. It was four. This is great podcast. It was probably four. I'm not gonna. Lie. It was a one again. I don't know what that means. I think it was. <laughs> that means I just re-roll it. That means bad damage. So I'm three. That's true. So me, you, then me. Then Isai. Then Zach. Hell yeah. Then we so, around. And then every... Whoa, that makes it so easy. Yeah. Let's say, I mean, uh, you guys can't see it at home, but that's kind of just how we're sitting. Yeah. Also, what makes it, we want to re-roll after every two, so we pick, we snake around, then we re-roll. Oh, let's just go. I'm not. I'm, I'm good either way, y'all. I'm just, just I think to, we should just go the whole I time. I was like, just to random it up. We're just going the whole time. All right, I'm just trying to random it up, guys. It's fine. All right, so Matt, first pick. From the current, or it can be from any You can of those do categories. any three except the wild card. Gotcha, okay. So well, you I will can't, go, you I can't will, just like double it up yet. So gotcha. I will go from uh, the current WWE slash NXT roster and go with the recently returned Daniel Bryan. Nice. The Bryan. Oster. Kenny Omega. Uh, um. So for me, Katsuhiko Okada. Uh, <laughs> that was my second pick. Oh, it's mean. And Zach's going with Chase Owens, the crown jewel. The crown jewel. Zach can, wants Tai Chi. No, AJ Styles. Oh, Ooh. you don't want none. Oh, and then second pick, here it is. Yeah, then for my second pick, I will take Nido. Nice. Great pick. Okay. Nice. 
That was, uh, that was, that was going to be probably my next one. But now, Johnny Gargano. Oh. Good. Good. I almost picked him. Now I was like, nah. No, I let, yeah. It's yours. Alistair Black. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going with that already, huh? Yep. All right. Sorry, I just wanted to get it out of the way. That's fine. You guys ready for this he's one? On the, yeah. He's number Nick one. Nick Jackson. Ooh. The Young Bucks. A, Slick Nick, huh? A Young Buck. <laughs> okay. Do you, do you know his singles credentials? Nope. I do. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> he does the cooler moves of the two, in my opinion. He's so, the crazier of the two. Yeah, you also yeah. get the next pick. All right. <laughs> what did you say? He said Ezekiel Jackson. <laughs> he said Tai Chi. I heard Tai Chi. I'm gonna, the, the final ECW champion, uh, Ezekiel Jackson. <laughs> All right, and then I will go with Sir. I don't think that's true. William Regal. Ooh. Oh, wait, Thank no. You. Ezekiel Jackson really was the final ECW champion. That's that's real. Wait, what? <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I thought you said you didn't think what I said was true. I'm like, no, it is true. Oh no, no, I said Sir William Regal, but I don't think. He's oh, he been, is. Has he been knighted? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna pick a legend. Ooh. Oh. Um. So this is a question I have: Is Jericho considered a legend yet? Um, I would say not a legend. He's, he's a. a, a I'd rando. say he's a current. Well, I'd say he's currently a non. Oh, random. One of, like, the, okay. one of your two non WWE okay. picks. Okay. So you'd be done with non WWE picks till the end. Okay. Uh, well, they're not the end. Those are just wild cards. Well, no. I thought you said we had to pick them at the end. Yeah. The, the last two wild months. cards are at the end. Yeah. So you, but, if you picked him, that means you couldn't pick any more wild cards until then. Like any more New Japan, Ring of Honor guys, or anything like that. Well, no. Omega's non WWE. That's New yeah. Japan. So it's part of this. The the yeah. six. You guys are game. arguing over the exact same. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh then I'm gonna go Champa. My next? Yeah. Is this me? Yep. Huh. This is That's tough. you. That's me. Hmm. Let's go with a legend. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Oh, all right. Bret Hart's picking Shawn Michaels. Yeah, did Bret make his list? Um, I sent Bret to the store. I didn't, <laughs> want to, I didn't want to see me pick that. Um, I'm going to take Peter Dune. To nice. Pick. And? And? Hmm. That's a good question. I'm going to take Matt Riddle. You oh, I hate you. Holy oh. shit. I hate you so much. That was going to be my... I was going to just try to snake him at the end. Um, Let's go with... Adam Cole, baby! Nice. So my WWE guys are done right now. Yeah, I'm done with my WWE. Fuck. That means I can't pick Sleazy Kyle or well, Kevin still, Owens. Well, you still can. Just got just to gotta wait till the end. That's true. Uh, Battle it out. CM Punk. Oh, fun. Um, we oh, consider fun. him a uh, independent guy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's a he's a, he's a nostalgia pick. That's fair. Um, I will go with Rickland O'Shea. Nice. Rick O'Shea. So you're done with your WWE guys now. I'm done with WWE, and I'll go with 
Uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Ooh. I like that one. Oh, sure. Oh, I'm going to pick a non-WWE guy. <laughs> El Generica. <laughs> Not really. Um, let's do... Oof. Oh, man. Uh... Will Ospreay. Mm. Yep, you can do Osprey. It was hard. Um, I'm going to go with... This is a legend pick, because he's retired, and it's Shibata. Nice. Nice. Okay, so I have to pick both of my nostalgia picks right now. Okay. So, I'm going to take my boy, Kurt Angle. I knew it. I mean, is he nostalgia? He's, oh, that's actually a solid He's point. not... Re- he has wrestled in the last year. I will not take him over that point. No, uh, I would... He has, re- he has would, wrestled in the last he year. He is... In my head, I'd include him as a nostalgia pick, because you're picking that. Like, But he's picking, wrestled in the last year. I'm not going to do it. He, he wrestled in the last three months. It's true, okay. yeah. He wrestled at WrestleMania. He's not a... He's not a It'd be like if you picked Triple H, I, I would consider that a current guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah? Okay. Oh, man. And Taker, a current guy, even though it's like... You know, you get their whole career. Yeah. But, I mean, you got... There's so many. Your WWE guys are gone. So you, you need... I literally have to pick my nostalgia picture right now. Yeah. Back to back. Oh, my God. Um... I was, there's, like, one I'm surprised you haven't hit yet. I'm going to take Edge. Nice. Oh, you... I like that one. Yeah, he was God not, damn it, that was my next. He was not included in the last one. And Eddie Guerrero. That was the Hell one. Was, yeah. That was All the right. one I was waiting for. Oh, you just wiped out my. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so we got it's me. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I'm gonna take. Taking Cody. Nice. Bret Hart. Yeah, I like that. Nice. <laughs> He's going to be real pissed about how f- far down the list he went. <laughs> I told him that he had to go to like a store that's pretty far away. He had to, well, go, he had to go to a Tim Hortons. And I'll yeah. tell him my, my sixth pick was actually my first pick. We just moved it down on the list. Yeah, we're trying to put things in a weird order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have one more nostalgia pick and then a wild card. Yes. Yeah. So for the other nostalgia pick, uh, I'll go with Taker. That's a good one. And then... Wait. He's current, we just said. Oh, that's true. That's fucking oh, true. Taker is? Fuck yeah. But you yeah. could take him for your literally your next pick. Yeah, so... You just can't take him here. Nah. <laughs> you can't choose him right now. You can right choose now. him as a wild card pick. Yeah, you can choose him right after this. Well, yeah. well I'll rethink that. I'm going to go with, for my next nostalgia pick, uh, Fit Finlay. What a weird pick. Yeah. Jeez. I for I sure. Want, I want this okay. to be fun. I for sure. Fit Finley match is going to be buck wild. <laughs> I for gonna sure be some short little pick, thick guys uh, just beating each other up. Stone Cold. Well, he was in the last one. and He made it really far. I'm trying to keep it fun. Oh. But from a uh, first wild card pick, Ted DiBiase Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Getting that DiBiase posse. No, I'm going to go with Andre the Giant. Nice. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> And then we'll give you John Gonzalez just to round it out for your next one if you want. Okay, let's see. What's my team look like? <laughs> Kevin Owens. Gotta go with my heart. That's good. I love him too much. No, you went with your heart on the last pick. <laughs> uh, so it's me? Yeah. 
Hiroshi Tanahashi. Nice. That was good. good. Okay, my two wildcard picks. Okay. Taking Jimmy fucking Havoc. Fuck yeah. Nice. And. Fuck. If you take this one person, I'm thinking I'm going to swing at you. <laughs> well, now I'm just trying to figure out who that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't as heated as I thought it was going to be. Uh, I'm gonna take Finn. Nice. Oh, okay, cool. I don't have Hog to Hogman. Oh, uh, there's so many different options I could take right now. So many good ones on the board, but I'm trying to decide if how I want to take this. There's two in my head, and I'm just gonna throw them out there because I don't think any of you guys are thinking of these. There's one that I thought you might. I'm thinking of either Jeff Cobb or Nick Gage. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's go with Nick Gage. Nick fucking Gage. Oh my god. MDK. Murder, death, fucking kill. Oh <laughs> he died once. <laughs> he was in prison for fucking armed robbery. Really? Yes. Alright, you ready? Try to beat him. <laughs> you ready for my last pick? Yep. Lincoln Hawk. Nope. Sylvester Stallone in over the top. Arm wrestling, not professional wrestling. Arm wrestler. If you want the over the top, then we'll give you Scott Norton. No, I just want. I just that really wanted though. to say that. Um, or we'll give you Hawk from Legion of Doom. Let's see. But drunk Hawk, falling off the Titan Tron. Do, do I have? Besides Black, I have almost all heel-ish people. Um, Even then, like. Um. Well, Bret Hart was like the like ultimate hero for like. His whole career, except for like that one year. But that was a real good year. But I got yes. the two most bitter people in the wrestling industry. On that is very true. That's very true. I can't yeah, match Bret up Hart. against yeah. each other. Do I go with my big heart or do I go with Kyle? <laughs> I want Kyle. What was oh, your other fuck. pick? Sammy. I was meaning to take him. Never did. I'm sorry, my garbage son. <laughs> I like my random list because I, want, I, I really wanted to take Matt Riddle. He was going to be my guy. So my last wild card pick. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna go with the king of dong style, Joey Ryan. Hell yeah! Oh, yeah. Hell well, yeah. He was my first wild card pick on my list, and then I was like, I don't know. I just wanted to pick someone else. I, I really have wanted Joey Ryan versus Andre match. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting so hard that Jericho was gonna end up on that list somewhere. Whoa! Fuck. There's a lot of people that it's like because I was thinking in my head like because you said you're gonna split it down into brackets. Yeah. Like, I'm just thinking in my head, like, what would be really funny to see yeah. at the end of it? Because that's why I threw Nick Gage in, because everybody else would work really well together. Mm -hmm. And then they have one match against Nick Gage. Yeah, that's kind of my <laughs> Jimmy Havoc pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did, like, because, like, Okada Gorgano, Okada HBK, Gorgano HBK, HBK Adam Cole, like, all these people would have really good matches with each other. Mm -hmm. And then Nick Gage is going to come in there and stab them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt and I were talking before you guys got here. It's like, we picked, we don't just sit here in silence. Before you show up, uh, if we picked <laughs> New Japan Jericho and WWE Jericho, and they had to fight each other, New Japan Jericho would beat the shit out of yeah. Oh, yeah. WWE Jericho. Come but, on, Jericho! But WWE on, Jericho. booking would make it so um, it would actually be a schmoz, and WCW Jericho would interfere. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that. Get that looper technology. Let's do it. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, hell yeah, man. Want to just run through everyone's teams real quick? Derek, yeah. what's your team? My team. I got Kenneth Omega, 
Alistair Black, Tommaso Ciampa, CM Punk, Will Ospreay, Bret Hart, Kevin Owens, and Sleazy Kyle. Uh, my team is Kachiko Okada, Johnny Gargano, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. But I'm, I'm going so my arrow HBK. Oh, of course. Oh, dickhead HBK? <laughs> yeah, just like fucking being an asshole, but really good. Um, Adam Cole, but like not, not dead Adam Cole. Like a, yeah, uh, Shibata, and I'm going his last match against Okada, oh, where he just doesn't care. Uh, Cody, uh, I'm going with tags with uh, Bob Holly, Cody Rhodes, <laughs> <laughs> Tanahashi, but like as a young boy, oh, and Nick Cage when he was getting life lighted out. <laughs> Very specific eras in my head. <laughs> Mine are that. Uh, all right, my team is Daniel Bryan, Nick Jackson. But retired Daniel Bryan. <laughs> GM Manager Daniel Bryan. G- Daniel uh, Bryan. Young Buck Nick Jackson, uh, William Regal, Ricochet, Ishii, Fit Finley, Andre the Giant, and Joey Ryan. I love the randomness of yours. Like, Nick Jackson. <laughs> I know. I was like... And Fit Finley. Hey, yeah. Young yeah. Buck. It's fun. I really thought, because you had the back-to-back, you were going to pick Nick and then Matt. <laughs> no, I would have... He didn't I make it. He didn't make it. Wow, I would I would, I would like to see a Nick versus Matt match someday. Even well, though I don't really want them to split up, I just want to no. see I just want to see have a match. Nick used to do a lot more of like the best of the Super Junior stuff, and like he had this really cool so three way with him, El Generico, and Kota Ibushi from Jakarta, which Damn. was really nice in 2011. It was the same night or same weekend that it was one two three kid versus El Generico. I hope Nick Jackson ends up in a match against HBK and just a super kickoff. <laughs> no, I want Adam Cole in HBK. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. That's down the line, though. Oh, I guess actually not. Same same bracket. Never mind. Uh, we can always change the rules. We can. It's true. Uh, yeah, my team. AJ Styles, uh, Tetsuya Naito, Peter Dune, uh, Matt Riddle, Edge, Eddie Guerrero, Jimmy Havoc, and Finn Balor. That's a good team. Yeah. I was, oh, I had Edge on the tip of my tongue. That was out of nowhere. Yeah. It was just like I couldn't think of anyone. Yeah. I was like, oh, Edge, okay. Adam Copeland. Um, yeah. So how does it work? Like, are our picks our bracket? Yeah. Okay. Then the other three people so will. These just, ones just, fight each other. Mm-hmm. And so one representative from each team will be in the final four. Okay. Okay. I just want to see a picture of all them together as a faction before, and then they <laughs> split up. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of transparent images of wrestlers out on the internet. <laughs> to try to make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so cool. that'll be fun. So we'll. Uh, so how are we gonna do the matches uh, on the podcast? Like one, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure that out. I'm we can do know. like one match like per week from each of ours. Mm-hmm. So like there'd be four matches essentially we talk about. Okay. Yeah. So like we have like the your bracket, Oster or Matt's, Zeno's bracket. Yeah. Yeah. And the brackets are gonna be randomized, right? Oh, like I think we gotta time. do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes it more interesting too. Yeah. Man, I would have picked differently. I wasn't thinking. I was thinking of like a cool team. Actually, I was just picking people I loved. No, you, I think this is going to be a great, a great one. Yeah, it'll be fun. Then we need to write it down so we don't pick these people next time. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that'll be fun too. Um, or just do a tag team one. Um, yeah. So we got. We're only at an hour. Yeah. So I have a question for you that you actually had for me last week. Ooh. Uh, what do you think makes a good over babysit face? In babysitter? This- babysitter. Good over babysitter. 
Well, call respect's the, the rules. Respond, you responsible. You gotta call the babysitter's club. Has <laughs> at least read the first ten. <laughs> I hope someone out there has made a babysitter's club bullet club shirt. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's I'm good. so mad at that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what makes a good baby face in this day and age? Yeah, Matt, what do you think makes a good baby face? Good over baby face in uh, 2018. I mean, entering ability's got to be there. Uh, being able to connect to the crowd's got to be there. Well, how do you connect to the crowd? You just uh, in your promos, in your uh, in your passion. Because one of the reasons why I brought this question up is Brady and I were talking about it, and we're talking about how Roman Reigns just. Like, people aren't wanting the Roman Reigns type of baby face right now. Yeah. But and it's hard to be, like, such a white meat baby face. Well, Roman, nothing, Roman Reigns doesn't do anything to me that seems like, I get that guy. I am that guy. Like, Johnny Gargano, biggest baby face in the company. Anyone can relate to Johnny Gargano at some point just because he's a fucking guy. Yeah, but no one related to Hogan. Who was like? But that's a way different era. Fist. Yeah, that okay. was when people wanted superheroes. Okay, that's okay, when, okay. That's when like the Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, like if Randy a character Savage, like, like Hulk Hogan debuted now. But it also would like be... he had this off the charts charisma, mm-hmm. and they built every story like he like he was gonna lose, and every night as little kids like you're like oh fucking Hercules Hernandez is gonna beat him. Yeah. Like, holy shit, he's going to lose. Because his matches were, he, like, had his, his shine, do his, like, couple moves, and then he would get beat up for 20 minutes mm-hmm. and be sweaty and sometimes bloody. Mm-hmm. And then he'd hulk up, hit a fucking couple punches, axe bomber, leg, and Yeah, leg. his fiery comeback. Comebacks are a good one to make a good baby face. Yes. Yeah. 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 can get fired up and have a good comeback. That's, like, what we were talking about, like, how it's, like, wild that Peter Dunn has, like, become a baby face. That's like because it's largely because of his comebacks are like so good and fiery. Yeah, like you have to have really good like it's like fire like when you're hitting your moves like when you're on that comeback and you're after you've been fighting from behind like everything is just like a little bit snappier. You're putting it in like the like you make it so like the crowd is really like what's like driving you, making you better. Like somebody who did that really well and still does, and I think that's why they're almost always so over is Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, even though he moves a little bit slower, it's like when he gets that comeback and, like, he does, like, the whisper in the wind and, like, the crowd's behind him. It's like he could tell he tries to kind of, like, next gear. Like, he's very smart with that and, like, being able to work to the crowd knowing, like, all right, when they start really coming up, i got to hit that next gear, start going hard, putting my shit a little bit, you know, harder and everything. That's why, like, um, HBK, he was so good at that. Mm -hmm. I think it's easier for... Uh, and maybe this is just my opinion, but guys who are maybe a little bit smaller nowadays to to get over as baby faces because they can physically do things that they're like, oh man, that guy's really putting his body on the line for like my in- enjoyment. Like I mm-hmm. I can get behind that. Yeah, but then there's guys like Braun, Braun, or like you or like Roman. It's like well, very, Braun's super I think, over. I think Braun he's just over because he's a spectacle. He well, yeah, it like Braun is over because like one like he's a spectacle for one, two like the. The things that he was he's doing, not when Roman. He's, yeah, the, he wasn't Roman when he was like positioned as a heel against Roman. Mm-hmm. The things he was was doing was supposed were like supposed to be heel things, but people enjoyed it and they were funny even if they weren't supposed to be funny. And mm-hmm. he like his talking has gotten him over as a baby face, yeah, like, because he has like a charisma, like unlike ve- big dudes. He's like very him. charismatic. He's yeah. so charismatic, and he's very funny, and that like 
did so much for him turning yeah, into a baby face. There's an id factor, like where you just like like a presence. And I was talking about we were sitting here watching that UK night two, the four way. I'm like, Noam Dar isn't that good in the ring, but he has a bit of a presence about mm-hmm. him. Yeah, he carries himself. And it's, I think that's a huge part of it, like is having that presence about you, because like guys like Alistair Black, because he's not his typical white meat baby face. Yeah. He's not like the Ricky the Dragon steamboat coming from behind. He's a a badass, almost like an anti-hero baby face. Yeah. He has He's a, literally the anti-hero. Yeah, like he has a presence about him that like you just like you're drawn to him. He like he carries himself really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I have a question. Do you think Roman do you think it's all Roman's fault? No. Do you think the booking I don't know if he could ever be over top guy. I don't think he could ever be I that. I think he could have been. So they did this thing, and it's something in wrestling they usually try to do, and this is where Roman got derailed, was when it was 2015, and it was the February pay-per-view, and he had to like fight Daniel Bryan, because everybody, Daniel Bryan came back, WWE announced, hey, Daniel Bryan's coming back to be in the Rumble, and everybody's like, fuck, this is finally his year, he's going to win again, he's going to go on a main event WrestleMania again, get the title back that he never lost. This is Daniel Bryan's time. They're like, no, it's Roman's time. You guys cheered him last year. Or two years ago or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. It's Roman's time. Uh, okay. So that they immediately... So, so then choosing Roman over Daniel Bryan set pretty much sealed his Set everything there. in motion till like, because then the next match, that next pay-per-view was for the spot at WrestleMania. It was Daniel Bryan versus Roman. Yeah, so they set him up for failure right there. Yeah. Yes, when but he- they thought, like, they'll have a good match because Daniel Bryan was so fucking good. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we'll go get a good match out of him. Then at the end, they'll shake hands. They'll show the fans, hey, Daniel Bryan respects him, so you guys have to do. Yeah. And that didn't work. So maybe billionaires don't know what the common man wants. And no. so, well, you're talking about the guy who thought JBL, th- that character, was going to be a baby face. Yeah. Oh my god, fuck JBL. Someone that I don't think is a pure babyface right now is AJ. I think he... He's got a bit of an edge on him. He has, he has, yeah, he has, like, anger problems. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, chill out, dude. I don't want to, like, like, rage quitting a video game. frustrated <laughs> too fast. But at the same time, like, those frustrations and, like, rage things are a thing that connects with a very large section True. of the audience. True. I always have Japanese guys kicking me in the dick too. Whenever. I hate when they don't use their when they say their pants don't work. When I'm when I'm losing in my football games, I like to throw my controllers too and walk away like a baby. And he's also like a guy that like 100% gets over as a baby face just because of how good he is in the ring. And he like, is he's he's amazing. He's great because like he he's won the title originally as a heel. But this is some fun symmetry that I thought about recently by punching Dean Ambrose in the balls. <laughs> how he originally won the WWE title, but he was still getting over as a babyface not long after that. Yeah, like, he and he's like, it's because he's like his selling is so good, and that's another big part of it is your selling. Well, yeah, you need to get be able to like have the shit kicked out of you. Like mm-hmm. that's like one thing for like Braun, like his character no sells, but like when he has to sell when it's like ten people beating him up, he does it well enough that it so it's like oh the like all the little mean people are beating up the guy we like. Yeah, you know? same with like Gargano and HBK, like two kings of it. Mm. Like they can sell mm. and like you know, in that's actually like if you want to look at someone getting over like as a baby face, even like 
by being a heal like Jimmy Havoc did that in progress by being the worst, nastiest heal ever, but then having the shit kicked out of him. Like, he always took a beating, even when he was being horrible and nasty, and then he, like, got hurt and came back, and he was like, oh, look at this dude that did all this, like, worked so hard for this company, and people, like, pop for him coming back. And yeah. he was a baby-faced man. And uh, with Roman, they just tried so fucking hard, and then they don't ever give... They don't do many favors because, like, they... At that WrestleMania, instead of just going with it and saying, fuck, like, we'll just... Maybe we can just weather the storm. They pulled it and, like, Seth, you're cashing in. Yeah. And so, like, with Seth, like... Like, now, like, it's kind of going on a tangent with Seth. is like, he's such a good babyface because he does... Like, he has that fire. Like, when he makes his comebacks, mm-hmm. they're fucking huge. He has cool moves. Um, the fans know how hard he's worked. And, like... When he came back after his injury, like they know his story, they know yeah. why, and I think you have to be invested with these people's stories, and that's what makes it so good. Like that's what like Roderick Strong was starting to kind of connect a bit as a babyface because people started to know his story. Mm-hmm. Is he a way better heel? Yeah, because he's like a bro. And yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, shitty little boots. I mean, <laughs> shitty I mean, little boots. But down to everything, Seth is someone that's so easy to get behind. Even like. Uh, we went to that Raw House show last week, uh, and Seth and Roman tagged. And Roman looked like he was kind of taking a night off, and Seth was wrestling a match like you would see him on a on a. On a he was doing his dives. He was yeah. doing everything. Yeah, it was basically a back to old style like Shield tag team match where that's what the that, dynamic was. Yeah, because Roman was green and didn't was like coming oh, really? for the hot tag and do the big moves at the and end. And like years ago, like four years ago or whatever, this is what got Dolph Ziggler over. Because he was a heel. And, like, he was just working so hard. And he was teamed with AJ and Big E. And, like... AJ Lee for clarification. Oh, okay. And, um... He was just, like, every night just working so fucking hard. And, like, having these great matches. And it's like, you could see he was at that glass ceiling. And he cashed in the night after WrestleMania against Alberto Del Rio, who was the babyface. And he was the heel. He was the babyface that was not over as a baby yeah because because okay. nobody could it just was hard to connect to them at that point because like he was a, such a bad guy and shithead for so long his turn was really half-assed mm-hmm. it's like hey don't hit my friend ricardo and i'm a good guy now it's like but ricardo sucks yeah <laughs> and so like he came in and he cashed in and everybody was like it was like this super like almost like cathartic moment it's like everybody felt with him yeah and i think it's part of it is you have to build the story with the person you have to have a connection with the person beyond just that. And that's like why Gargano and the Ciampa storyline has been going since the Cruiserweight Classic a couple years ago. Since they first came in, they're like, hey, we're just two indie guys. We're getting a shot. Then they yeah. both got signed. Then they both were in the Cruiserweight Classic. And they had those ups and downs as a team, yeah. like fighting against the Revival, fighting against Authors of Pain. And then they had that giant blow off last year in Chicago. It's like this giant arc. And this is why like, everybody's so like visceral about being behind Johnny Gargano and like hating Champas because they built this giant story. And it's like, you know, like you feel them and you know, almost like know them as like people like mm-hmm. through their characters. I think an air of adversity has to be there for for a, a, a baby face. Cause you yeah. don't feel that with Roman. No, it's like, cause you, I like, did oh, like, for a second. It's like Mania oh, when they bled him with that crimson mask. Yeah. I felt it. They could have like run with that as like, but they, if Brock they showed up to TV, yeah, exactly the wrong way with him. Like because it's he, not Brock's fault. No, no it's not. 
Like, they could have, like, made that, like, oh, he does actually have to struggle some, but then he immediately had another title match. Like, yeah. yeah. There was no struggle there. He should have gone to the back of the line. Like, the times when I felt, like, Roman was working the most as a babyface was the times when he's been demoted to, like, mid-card yeah. title stuff. Almost like, have him, like, feel, like, dejected a little bit. Like, yeah. have him have real feelings. Like, no, I'm still the best. No, man, he just got bloodied up. Like, have him be like, you know what? I don't know if I can do it. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, people, like, people, people be like, question himself. Because the people could be like, I can relate to that. I question myself all the time. Like, yeah, I can get behind like, that. John Cena, like, they had John Cena do that mm. against The Rock a couple years ago. And he's like, mm. I've had the worst fucking year of my career. Hmm. Have like, him cut a Vader promo. I'm just a big but, fat piece of shit. <laughs> oh, RIP. RIP Vader. They were really trying to do that with like John Cena, even though it was really hard to see then. Like at the end of the day, it was really to put him over. They at least had that, and he was like questioning himself. Like I don't know if I can. He's like, he's like, I've had the worst year. I've lost all my big matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you and, can hook him like that, like with Johnny Gargano, now when you see his character be like, I like almost beyond something you can relate to just be like oh man he's fucking fired up but you're so with him already because of how much he's already grabbed you with his vulnerabilities mm-hmm. wrestling's all about sensitivity and emotion yeah. it really is all about emotion. it always has been because like like sean michaels this is back in like 90 fucking five do we lost his smile before oh so this is like he was healed for the longest time and like he just started getting reaction because he was like the Dolph Ziggler type, just working so fucking hard. So like, okay, cool, we're gonna run with it. And actually, Pritchard, Bruce Pritchard talks about how like everybody was wanting him to be a babyface. Oh my Vince god, that's was so like, funny. No, no, he's a fucking heel. He, said, then, he literally said, "I don't want anyone to ever fucking tell me to make Shawn Michaels a babyface ever again." <laughs> And then, like, in a car ride or a plane ride. Like, six months later. Six months later, he was like, I don't know why you guys aren't fucking talking about Shawn Michaels being a baby face, and I have to come up with it. Oh, my God, of yeah. course. But um, what they did is, like, he started having these just awesome matches, and then he got a concussion. And so they, almost the same as Dolph Ziggler, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and so they rolled with it, and they made him so fucking over, and, like, people started caring about him as a person, because then in a match with um, Owen Hart, he took an insiguri, he was fired up, and all of a sudden he passed out. Everybody around stopped. The commentary stopped. They went into the ring, like, oh shit. They had doctors mm-hmm. come out, they had oxygen masks, and they just went off the air. Yeah. yeah. They like work sh- they did like a work shoot about his concussion. Yeah, and they're like on the air and, and got like, him over. People are crying in there. Like, oh shit, like this guy's been working yeah. so hard for us. Like Like Owen stops working. Yeah, and, and like, like, like going concerned. over to him like, oh no, like it's like, oh shit, I just fucking hurt yeah. his like friend and and stuff like that helped get Shawn Michaels over. Then they started talking about, from there, like, his boyhood dream was to become champion. They brought in his his original trainer, Jose Lothario. They showed old pictures of him. They had him, like, working out. Like, yeah. they built this character that you wanted to see win. So when WrestleMania 12 came and he beat Bret Hart in the Iron Man match, people were like, fuck yeah, he finally did it. Yeah. Then there's, like, that iconic shot of him on both of his knees holding the belt, telling your old Hebner to tell Bret Hart to get the fuck out of his ring. It's his <laughs> moment. <laughs> but it, people just felt that. And, like, that's, like, like almost like this was with Omega that just happened at mm-hmm. Dominion. People felt it because, like, we've been on this just journey with him and through stuff like being the elite. We've seen this other, like, you know, this fucking fake journey on some of it, like with the being the elite storyline. But, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, this real journey with Kenny Omega, with Tyson Smith that's uh-huh. started out in Canada, 
like left WWE, went to Japan, became a like a fucking like citizen there. Fucking worked his way up from like the small promotions to this one as a junior. Mm. Worked his way up through the ranks and became the number one guy. Yeah. yeah. What, what uh, fucking fucking one real. thing. One thing I love too is when the babyface finally wins, and they're crying like the person is so invested in the character and in the story that it's just like you it feels yeah. real for that moment for them it's real too yeah because yeah. like it's like the here's another one bailey another great nxt like story a great story arc WWE nxt has done this so many good like so many times over bailey and sammy Zayn are two of the top ones mm. her character started off as she was a super fan and would just annoy everybody yeah that was her character. Weird. And then she started having all these good matches with everybody else. And then she could just never win the big one. And finally, she was able to beat her biggest rival, Sasha Banks, and have that moment. And like at that time, like they all of them were just crying in the ring because it was such a huge moment. Because it was like a couple years storyline mm-hmm. of when Bailey came in and like was just her character was a super fan that annoyed everybody and lost all the time to becoming the champion. Mm. Yeah. And they did like really similarly with Sasha on the main roster, like finally overcoming Charlotte. Yeah. Like they hot potatoed that title a bunch, which like lessened it a little bit, but the first yeah. time she won was like a huge moment. It was on yes. Raw and like it was a huge deal. Um cuz like Go ahead. Oh, well, if you have something on that, keep going, because I want to go back in time a little bit again. Well, because I wanted to say they did the exact same thing with Sami Zayn. So his first match, um, he he beat Cesaro. And it's like a fluke win. Well, then, like, he gets his ass kicked by Cesaro and everything. And um, they have this giant thing where he can do really well in all these other matches, but he gets to the top of the mountain and he loses. So he was losing to Neville. He was losing to, like, he lost to Titus O'Neil. He lost to a bunch of people. And so then he was like, he, ha- he went back and conquered every one of his demons from then. He went back and he beat Titus. He went back and he beat Bo Dallas. He went back and beat all these other people. And then he finally got to that match. And then he lost again to Neville. And then he put his career on the line. And it's like, if I can't beat you, I'm done. And the people were so invested in Sami Zayn and just the, yeah. this whole story arc of being this underdog from the underground. Uh, <laughs> um, that when he won, like, there was fans, like, you could see him crying. Like, it was the mm. biggest reaction in Full sale. Yeah. You saw his, like, his, that was the night that Kevin Owens debuted. Mm-hmm. And you see Kevin Owens, like, running out there, and, like, they're hugging tears in their eyes. Like, this was a real moment for them. And, and then, then they, they started the. They whole, like solidified him as a babyface, yeah, having Kevin yeah. Owens attack him, yeah. and destroy a, him. There's a great series of article on a spectacle of excess.com about just Kevin and Sammy in general. It's incredible if you have. They're long and they're very well written. So if you have time, check those out. But that, that's how you build a babyface. You fucking. You have him be not even just like an underdog. Just have like something about him that really connects on a different level than just like, hey, this guy looks good. What I want to know is, uh, on that front too, what made the Steve Austin Bret Hart double turn at WrestleMania so effective in that way too? Is it because you'd had uh, this like story built up already, and then they just 
what is it about that match? Austin was like a different type of heel because he wasn't necessarily just like a bad guy twiddling his mustache like I'm gonna get you good guys no. he was just a badass like he's Kevin Owens ask yeah just like I'm just an ass kicker and I drink beer and I say fuck my boss but he came in as the heel yeah mm-hmm. and well like it was especially in the 90s like that was kind of like that anti-hero thing was kind of bubbling over the surface yeah people had already gotten like if you think about wrestling you had Bruno San Martino Bob Backlund Hulk Hogan then, then fucking Bret Hart, like these just really good, good guys that are just like, hey, I'm the hero and I'm here to save the day. Even though Bret Hart was going to be different than Hulk Hogan, like was putting on these great matches, really good at working underneath. This, at the end of the day, it was still just a very white meat baby face. Mm-hmm. And so people were kind of getting sick of just that trope in general. So they rolled with it. What made it so effective is that they made Bret Hart look fucking ruthless. Like, he wasn't going to stop hurting him. And they made Stone Cold look like such a badass because he wasn't going to... He wasn't giving in. He wasn't going to tap out. He was... He bled out. Like, it was... Like, he passed out from the pain. And that's actually what they... They went back to that with Dolph Ziggler versus Alberto Del Rio in, I think it was 2013 or whatever. And they did that turn. I think it was payback. And... Dolph Ziggler was just coming back from a legit concussion after he won the title. Uh, Sheamus probably give it to him because he's unsafe. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, that match was centered around like these just vicious strikes to the head. And at the end of it, Alberto Del Rio, even though he was the good guy, just laid in like four just vicious super kicks and kept kicking out. And AJ Lee is just crying on the outside, telling him just to to stop, like just fucking like be pinned and like he just wouldn't until he finally just got knocked out like they counted it and everything and that's how they did that double turn and it's people were already so invested in Dolph and so happy he got the title and then like that elevated him even more as a baby face until like they buried him then he got the win against Seth when Sting came back but then they buried him again here we are here we are here we are. They're trying to get. But it's 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 connecting on that deeper deeper level. It's like what you said, kind of being able to be relatable, or just to like to look at their their history and like yeah, be able to tap into something very personal about yourself through them mm-hmm. and stuff. Because then you're you're just connected to them. That's what connects you to people in general. And then, but then to see them being a badass, it's like fuck yeah. Like, I think that's what I, gets people to Braun. It's like, he's just a super charismatic dude. Yeah. And you're just like, fuck yeah. Like, if you get rid of the fact that he's like six foot eight and 380 pounds, he just seems like a fucking just like a down ass country boy, you know? Yeah. He yeah. just seems like a like extra large normal person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. And like, because he's also not that good in the ring. No, no, but he also like he covers it well enough. Like yeah. he's not distractingly bad like other huge. No, dudes. no, no, no like, not at he's all. not like Great Khali or like these other big dudes that like literally had one move. He has enough moves to cover up how not great he is. Yeah, like his drop kicks are really sick when he yeah. does them like every six months. <laughs> and when he does those like shoulder tackle thing they're just fantastic well he just does like four things what else just he runs and hits yeah. people yeah, yeah. yeah. He's that's also, all he really has to do he's athletically impressive enough to get yeah. by like yeah. the, how quickly he can run yeah he's being fast. that big it like covers up a lot yeah but yeah yeah i think at the end of the day what makes a good baby face is uh, a real connection with something personal in the crowd and i think that's why daniel bryan was as over as he was with every single person mm-hmm. yeah he was that fucking wrestling fan, seven years old. Yeah, he's like, like all of us were. 
He's like the lawful good baby face. Right. It's like, like it's like this guy like on, him Gargano, like they're like perfect baby yeah, faces. It's like this guy on paper shouldn't be here, but he is, and I want the. And then he appeal they appeal to smarts because they're also fantastic in yeah, the ring. Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like if Kevin and was the cut, face, he would be that too. And they cut he their, shouldn't be there. They cut their teeth on the indies. So they yeah. have cred. They like they got a good store they're just everything yeah. Oh, yeah if kevin owens gets a face turn at some point i think it's going to be huge if they do it right of course but it could be huge yeah i agree yeah i think that they've had chances with it and just like haven't gone with it which i yeah. think is fine i think he's so good at being this like shitty heel yeah, yeah. i could legitimately see like this weird maybe non-partnership with braun turning him into a baby face either that or too. like when sammy comes back and if sammy like sammy's gonna get a baby face reaction when he comes back because that's just what happens yeah yeah and then like if bad guys are beating up on him him coming to save his friend yeah mm. yeah. yeah that'd be great yeah almost the reverse of how they got back together <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah right yeah, yeah. That would, but, would kind of be fitting but i'd be fine with it yeah. like they, there are certain people where you can do the same stories that i don't get sick of it well it would almost seem like clever writing but it would be an accident <laughs> on their part yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know every now and then they, they they pull something i'm like son of a bitch that was good mm-hmm. well, when wrestling's good it's so good yeah yeah max landis said that <laughs> what <laughs> Max Landis. I don't know. Wrestling is. isn't wrestling is a phenomenal video. I have no idea like what else he's done. He's uh, kind of a shitty dude. Yeah, it turns he, out that video is great. But. He wrote a cool movie, but yeah, he sucks. He's a yeah. bad boy. Um, I have one more question for you. Ooh, which wrestler has the most big dick energy? <laughs> Hangman Page probably. Joey Ryan or Joey Ryan? Yeah, Joey, uh, Joey Ryan, Ryan did win the suits. match. He is dick energy. Yeah, he is all dick energy. I Not- think Finn's a contender. Just because of his hog. Bro. I mean, yeah, he's full hog. You don't have to have big dick to have big dick energy. I know, yeah. I know. Just think about the hog. Joey Ryan was my pick too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Kenny Omega. Kenny, Kenny Omega's got. Yeah. I mean that DM. He's the DM, and he's so comfortable and confident with himself. Yeah. Like. I think that's what really. That was one it. of my favorite things Kevin Owens did. Like, when he was talking about how stoked he was to meet Shania Twain, and some dude was like, Oh, you gotta give up your man card. He's like, I can't imagine being so uncomfortable with myself that I would say something, that I could say something like this. <laughs> he, like, he said something, sh- like, a little shitty in it, but, like, he handled that so well. Yeah. I love, I just love Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. He got on stage with Shania Twain. I know. She's not, a, she's not great. He's not a great person, but... Well, she like, uh, he cut a good promo with her. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I wonder who doesn't have big dick energy. Hmm. AJ Styles. Oh <laughs> no. no. Rage oh, no. Anyone who rage quits a video game. He drives it. a lifted truck for sure. He lives in Cuna, Idaho. Yeah, fuck yeah, he does. <laughs> well, he lives in Georgia, so yeah. yeah. I'm looking at our list that we have written down. Looking to see who's got the most big dick energy. Um, or who doesn't? Honestly, I think a lot of our people do. I would say, honestly, like there's a couple names that don't. Osprey, maybe? Nido has big dick energy. Yeah, Bret Hart doesn't. No. no. Well, Andre the Giant probably just had a big old dick. No, he did. It was like an arm. CM Punk definitely doesn't. No. He has to, he's a dick, so because that's why he has to make up for Jimmy it. Jimmy Havoc doesn't really, because he's just a little timid dude in real life. 
Dude, you know. He's so comfortable with himself. But you know, William Regal's got that hog energy. Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck about anything. He's just so stoned and just calling people stallions. Mm -hmm. And, like, they were talking about, like, I forgot who it was, like, on this shoot I was watching of him. Like, well, what do you think? It was, uh, I think it might have just been, like, Ronda Rousey or it was Holly Holm or uh, one of the female users. Oh, she's a fucking stallion. She could kick your ass. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, bro. I was like, fuck yeah. He's, like, the most comfortable with himself. Mm. He doesn't give a fuck. He tells like says how much how shitty of a person Dana White is. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, I, I don't. I'm happy doing what I'm doing now. I don't need to go to NXT. You don't need to be political. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Do your thing. Which dude. really means I just want to smoke pot. <laughs> a lot of them smoke pot. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, let's let's wrap it up. You can follow me on the internet at Ostercoaster on Twitter at blue oster colt with a v on instagram um if you go to bit.ly slash russell boys merch um and buy our stuff we will donate all the money to races the organization uh helping connect people with their families because our world sucks right now that's some bad 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 stuff and that's why on. wrestling's a nice escape yeah yeah uh, i'm uh at Matt underscore on underscore drums on Instagram. Also at Wrestle Drums on Instagram. I started posting more videos on there again. Yeah, yeah. I got that sleazy Undisputed Era video up. It was real nice. I was like, I, I made sure there was some sick air guitarage in there, <laughs> and I just posted a big Van Vader one today. Hell yeah! Uh, check out at Zeno Pupperino on Instagram as well. Cute dog doing cute dog shit. Well, taking a shit against the rock. He did take a shit against a rock outside. Yeah, we watched that happen. <laughs> this is really entertaining. I think there's a duty video on his Instagram. <laughs> Ooh. Shitting on a baseball plate. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, you can follow me at KFabeDad on Twitter and at uh, My Chemical Dad Pants on Instagram. Great name. Great name. Thank you. Follow us at WrestleBoysCast on Twitter and at GenuineWrestleBoys on Instagram. Follow me on social media at DuckShirt. And that's it. <laughs> Right. Also watch wrestling. Watch. Yeah, watch wrestling. Yeah. Watch wrestling. If you're oh wrestling, yeah. Also, if you're listening to this and you don't watch wrestling, <laughs> like that's sick. Appreciate but, like, it. Audibletrial.com/slash/voicecast. Listen to a book, you fuckers. Yeah. Take also, uh, uh, hi mom. Thank you for starting to listen to our podcast. Oh, sorry mom. Uh, she's on there. She's cool. Okay. She's she's down. She's down. Yeah. So, sorry for all the swears. Um, also, shout out Vince McMahon, aka Doctor Blurg. Uh, follow them. Um, at Dr. Blurg. Um, Hello, Dr. Blurg, Vince. And then, uh, oh yeah, now it's the last part. Oh, Happy recess- also a sick oh. thing that happened last week, just want to give a shout out, I don't know if he listens at all or not, but Kyle, for giving us the coolest uh, oh, yo! moment yo! of all time. Yeah. I wasn't there and I'm a little sad. All right. No. So, when we met with Kyle <laughs> last week at the, uh, at oh, the oh, WWE I you show. About I'm going to tell Kyle. the story because I was... He probably Don't thought, you guys know this person? I've never actually met him. I've talked to him online because he's part of a like, Facebook group that I started. And then like I talked to him about he and his wife's old podcast because they watched an episode of Lucha Underground for it. Oh, it was that? Okay. That, okay yeah, okay. it was that guy. Uh, yeah, they had a show called The Only Fan Cast where they'd watch one show of like one episode of a show they've never watched then have a fan cast about it. And they did a Lucha Underground episode and it was real good. Yeah. So, so the, Kyle probably thought I was insane. Because we were outside of the WWE show, just getting ready to leave, and I see this dude in a green shirt that looked like the Carly Rae Jepsen logo, and then I saw our words, Genuine Wrestle Boys, on it. I pointed at him yeah. with my mouth wide open and was just like, 
like I saw a person I've never met before, I've never seen before. Wearing... You said you said that's our shirt, and it took me a second to be like, what is the fuck? What what the words you just said? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean our shirt? I, I freaked out a little bit. It's, it's like so... Redick Moss and Tito Sabatelli. No, it was so cool. And fucking was so cool. That's our car. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. our collective. They were shirt. both really really nice, and we got to take a picture, which was yeah. really fun. Yeah. So we we appreciate you, Kyle. That, that is feel so like wild. And, yeah, it made us feel like rock and roll stars. Yeah. It, it did it's super cool that's just wild why'd yeah. you buy it that's a real question hey no, i'm not saying that it's bad buy our shirts but why i believe he was the first non-us to buy that shirt actually, no, I'm just, i think he might have bought it before us that, yeah. that's a legitimate know, question mom bought one before us oh uh, that's a legitimate question though like why what made you want to buy it that's so cool yeah i think like, he just like crj he's just a nice dude hey yeah preach yeah. But also, I mean, if you're going to buy a shirt, might as well get a free book at audibletrial.com slash roastboyscast. Our shirts are comfy, and you can wear it while you listen to a wonderful novel. Listen to the death of WCW. It's, you can hear Brian Alvarez's voice for like 12 hours. Yeah. Yeah. That does, I, yeah. I think that's some people's hell. It's like, I don't know if that sounds good. But yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Happy Rusev Day. Genuine WrestleBoy699 says, <laughs> Russell Boys 316 <laughs> says, Who doesn't get emotional for kids from a rose? Me. Baby!